Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. Yeah. yeah. Nice, man. Can't wait. Week, Ooh. week, week one, baby. Week one. Yeah. How you feeling? Oh man, excited. That first game on Thursday was was a was a good one, man. I was surprised. I didn't think Dallas was going to keep up, but I had faith in Dak. I thought he was going to come out and do well, and he did. He did. He su- surprised me. He did. Better than expectations. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, actually, let, let's talk about that real quick because obviously, I want to just kind of get your uh, your picks for the week and um, just kind of see where your head is at. We'll obviously cover um, our game at the very end, but um, yeah, Thursday. I mean, Bucks, you know, taking the the W. You you you, th- you don't think it was supposed to be that close? Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that close. I thought I thought uh, Dak was going to be interesting. He was actually one of my sleepers. I was hoping that. People weren't going to draft him in uh, fantasy football, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had other priorities, you know, at the times when uh, by the time he got drafted. So, but no, I'm I'm glad he's doing good. He looked good. Uh, he's got like a stable crop of wide receivers and guys that can catch the ball. So, they're he's they're probably going to be the uh, division <clears throat> winners in the in, a, in the NFC East. So, uh, that's not oh, that big no. of a division, tough of a, of a division. So. They should I go, come out I go on top there. I, you got to go with the defense in that division, Washington. I mean, that front four. I mean, they they basically tried to replicate the model that we had two years ago, right? With four first rounders on the defensive line. So, yeah, I, I got to go with Washington in that one, just just because of the defense. I, I don't I don't think Dallas has a really good defense, and it, it's shown for years. They're very similar to Green Bay to me in terms of um, they they bend but don't break. But ultimately, you know, you're gonna have to get after the quarterback, and Washington can do that. Yeah, that's that's my one and two right there. I think uh, I just don't think Washington really has an offense. Right. We'll see. They got some. They got some weapons there too. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, just to kind of piggyback on your point, uh, the, I had the Bucks blowing them out. I think I told you it was going to be like thirty-seven to you know thirteen or something like that. I didn't think it was going to be close. Um, you know, those Thursday night games either tend to be what we saw this past week, but more often than not, they tend to be blowouts. So just off history alone. Um, you know, I, I kind of went with that, but yeah, I I agree with you. Dak played impressive. I I think obviously the, the lack of, um, volume with Zeke is alarming because, you know, I, you're kind of used to seeing him as being a premier back. And I mean, I had him in fantasy last year and and it it feels like it's spilled over to this game where just wasn't any usage, you know, they're not using them. And then when they do use them, you know, he's running behind, you know, tackles and getting hit for, you know, a one or two yard gain. And, and then you pretty much see that for most of the game, and he ends up with like twenty yards rushing. You know, yeah, he's oh. uh, he's not getting a lot of room to run. He's getting contact way way too close to the line of scrimmage. So, yeah. doesn't seem like the lines you know as, as effective as they were a couple years ago. But right, you right. got to make adjustments. Dak was looking good. I mean, they got two amazing wide receivers that that can get it done, and they showed it. Yeah, I, I mean, Dak played his best football last year in the five games that he was in and, yep. uh, and had he, you know, you, you take his stats and extrapolate them for the whole season. I mean, he's in the MVP talk, right? Probably top two, mm-hmm. three picks. And uh, unfortunately he got, uh, they're going to be a team. I think they're, they're schizophrenic. So I don't think we'll see them play the way they did Thursday every week. Um, but that's just the Dallas Cowboys, man. I mean, you never know what you're going to get with them. Uh, they will be good teams and then lose to, you know, the, 
Denver Broncos or something, you know. So that that's just uh, the nature of the beast. So let's uh, let, let's run through the the, the matchups tomorrow, man, because I know that uh, I definitely want to talk about our boys in in Detroit with uh, Mister <laughs> Mister Mister Want to Eat Our Kneecaps, Dan Campbell, the head coach over there. So um, yeah, <clears throat> clown coach. Yeah, that guy's a joke, absolute joke. Um, so yeah, looking at the lineup, I mean, first game, uh, who you got? Um, man, that's going to be a tough, a tough one too, because they don't either, neither one of them has a ton of talent, but I think, I think the Eagles edge that one out. It'll be, I think it'll be pretty close, kind of a sloppy, uh, tough game, uh-huh. uh, hard to watch, but I think the Eagles will pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I hope it's not hard to watch. I got a couple guys that I'm invested in, in that game with Devonte Smith, uh, at wide receiver and obviously Kyle Pitts at tight end. Um, Aren't you starting Mike Davis tomorrow? Yeah, I got him in one league. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they picked up Wayne Gallman, so we'll see how he factors in because Mike Davis, he can he showed he can tote the rock, he can catch mm-hmm. the ball, but uh, they really had nothing else behind him. So that's why I, I drafted him yeah. um, because of, of the usage amount that he's going to be used. But we'll see with Wayne Gallman. I mean, he's proven in the past, too, that he can be a solid running back. And um, he's going to take – if he takes carries away from Mike Davis, that kind of – diminishes his value to me but we'll see i hope he does good but either way it's not a big deal i got plenty of backups fine. <laughs> yeah no i'm sure you will be yeah I, I think when i look at that game man uh, you know it, it's it's one of those coin flip like you know you don't know what you're gonna get from either team um i i go with the home team usually when i when i see a matchup like this uh, especially if it's like an opener um you know fans will be there they'll, they'll have you know that stadium rocking at mercedes-benz and uh, ultimately with, with Kyle Pitts, you know, I feel like they're going to use him very similar to the way they use Julio, you know, last couple of seasons in terms of moving him around. Hello. Ultimately. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry about that. Yeah. He's a, he's a weapon that you can kind of use in, um, in multiple ways. So I think that, um, you know, he gets at least, you know, into the end zone, you know, a couple times and, and hopefully sneaks out, um, you know, a W there in Atlanta. Yeah, I agree. And I think Calvin Ridley is going to have a huge year this year with no other real weapons. Uh, he's clear cut number one on that team wide receiver. So he's going to get a lot of targets and he's shown that he can, you know, he can handle that when Julio Jones has been out last year and battling injuries. So, oh, yeah. yeah uh, so the Falcons are still going to be an offensive, powerful team, but their struggles are going to come on the defensive side of the ball, I think. But if they get, again, they got a new coach. So, yeah, yeah that goes sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh got Buffalo, obviously, in uh, in a morning game. So, um, I'll, I'll I'll start with that one. I uh, I, I struggle with this one. And really? I'm, I'm, I'm picking the upset. I'm, I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this. What? Uh, I am. I am. I, I, I again. I go back to um, you know, uh, Tomlin's never had a losing season, and. Uh, the way they're coached and, you know, now that they got most of their guys back, um, you know, I, I feel like they can go in there and play, you know, smash mouth, pound for pound football, um, you know, and, and win it, win it by a field goal. So Najee Harris, obviously I have a lot of respect for, for my hometown. And I think he's, a, he's going to be a, a superstar in this league. So I think this is where we see like, you know, him do what he can do in the backfield with either catching the ball or, or taking it to the house. And I think, that's uh, that's going to be the you know I think the difference in this game is is the run game for Pittsburgh. I see. I'm going to strongly disagree with you there. I think Buffalo is going to destroy Pittsburgh. Their <laughs> offensive line 
their offensive line is nothing like it used to be. So it's yeah. gonna make it's gonna make it really hard for Najee Harris. He's not he's not gonna run the ball. He'll probably get a lot of catches because Big Ben's gonna be he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him. Uh, so he's gonna get a lot of dump offs, and he'll probably get yards that way. But I don't think they're gonna be scoring too much. Uh, their team's just it's getting old. Juju's gonna be on the sideline doing his yeah. TikToks. <laughs> And uh, I mean, yeah, dude. What else do they have, really? It's going to be all Najee Harris, in my in my opinion. Uh, Chase and, Claypool, Deontay Johnson. I mean, they they have you know yeah. the defense. Defense last year was number one defense for eleven straight weeks, and they you know yeah. went what, eleven and zero, and then they lost on that Monday night game against Washington. Then they just went downhill from there. I don't know what happened with the players. They just started playing with no urgency, and uh, you know the the rest was obviously you know uh, in the pudding with them not you know, being really effective in the latter half of the season. But, yeah, I'm picking Pittsburgh in that one. Uh, Buffalo's the easy choice because of the probably MVP this year and Josh Allen. Um, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they got some guys, man. They got they do. Sanders now. They do. No, they, they got that defense, be, too. <clears throat> they do. They got they a really good secondary. Um, I really like Bird out there. and They're, they're going to be fun to watch, man. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to be a Super Bowl contender, no doubt, uh, competing against Kansas City. And you can't um, forget, hey, you can't forget Buffalo's at home. So you got Bill's Mafia there too, yeah. man. So that's that's you know, home home field advantage is a huge thing, man. So it is, yeah. it is, especially now the fans in, in the stadium. And I'm sure yeah, some of these games that we'll talk about it'll be tilted more because of that. Uh Minnesota at Cincinnati. Uh what what do you feel with that one? I know it's uh it's kind of similar that's to Atlanta and Philly. See, I feel like a lot of these games are going to be like you don't really know what you're getting with these teams until you see them play at least once or twice because, I mean, it seems like this preseason we didn't see a lot of starters uh, get some action. So right. uh, kind of just going based off of last year and what Minnesota has, you know, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, they got Dalvin Cook. Their mm-hmm. offense should be firing um, on all cylinders. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to go with Minnesota. They have a solid defense. It's kind of it's kind of taking um, – uh, a hit in the past couple of years where it used to be one of their stronger points. Yeah. Now it's not as, it's not as uh, solid as it used to be. So I think Minnesota should have this one. Um, but I, I, you never know. It could be surprising too. Yeah, Jamar I think- Chase on the Cincinnati, he, he, he hasn't looked too great yet, but maybe he comes out and surprises and shows up and has a huge game. But otherwise I think it's Minnesota. Yeah, I agree with you. Elephant in the room is Joe Burrow. Uh, what are we going to get from him? Is it going to take him some weeks to get his legs under him? Literally, right? Because he was – I mean, he he ripped up that one leg pretty bad last year. And, um, you know, he's been playing with that heavy brace uh, since then or at least practicing with it. Um, yeah. it, it all starts with, with him. I, I think that he's the ultimate, like, they're either going to be successful because he's successful or if he's not, you know, himself, uh, that team is going to suffer. So I'll, I'll take the team that has the better running back uh, in, in Dalvin Cook the better receiver in Justin Jefferson and right now the better quarterback. I mean, Kirk Cousins for what he's, for what it's worth is, is still, I think at this point, a better quarterback than Joe Burrow, just off of his, uh, you know, just what he's done so far, his resume. Right. So um, yeah, I take Minnesota in that one. And this is an interesting one. I, I'm curious what you think on Arizona at Tennessee. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my quick take on it. Um, Arizona comes in with a lot of hype, right? Yeah. Uh, they obviously have a, a fucking phenomenal receiving core and um you know Kyler Murray is like a little mouse back there I mean he's so hard to take down especially on the third and eight when he scrambles and takes off for fucking 12 yards and gets the first down uh which we've seen right you know being 49 fans I mean that's what that's what we experienced quite a bit 
But, you know, it's, it's the Titans. I, I don't think it's the style of football that Arizona likes to play. I, I think they prefer to play more like an Indianapolis type of team um, if, they, if they had their choice. Um, so I think Tennessee wins this one. I think the run game for Tennessee kind of yep. stifles Arizona's offense. The defense plays um, a little bit more physical than maybe Arizona likes to because they're similar to us in the terms of, like, you know, it's just um, in the trenches. So I'm going to take in Tennessee in this one. See, I, I like that pick. Um, I think it comes down to is if the Tennessee can control the ball. If they can control the ball and the tempo of the game and not have any turnovers, they're going to win the game because they mm-hmm. can focus and, and move the ball through Derrick Henry. Uh, otherwise, if they can't do that, if they can't get any, any momentum, I, I think it's Arizona's game. So it's kind of a toss-up, <clears> but I'm going to go with Arizona, especially if you give me that three-point uh, that, that spread there, yeah. if we're talking about that. But straight up winning, I think it'll be a close one, and I would still go with Arizona. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, they just – I mean, they got they got the firepower on the offense. They got some playmakers on defense too, you know. With yeah, uh, Chandler. Baker, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Ch- Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt. You know, they got some They got some beasts. I like it. No, I, I, I like that pick. Uh, I just, you know, uh, I got to go with, with the team that I feel plays a style that maybe Arizona is uncomfortable with, uh, which leads me to the ne- this next game – I have a feeling I know who you're going to pick. Uh, I'll give you mine here, but Seattle at Indianapolis. Uh, I know you like Carson Wentz. He's coming off of uh, surgery. and um, Do I? Does I mean, anybody like you, yeah, you, you wanted him in fantasy. You were like he was going to be a sleeper. Oh, I was just putting that in your head. So you go after him. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, mind games, man. I know. Oh, yeah, I'm the fucking master of them, man. Yeah, then you, you see Carson Wentz and you see like Aaron Rodgers. You're like, oh, shit. Pete's really like big on Carson Wentz, so maybe I should go get him. Yeah, you know, I know how you do. I, I know. I know. I get him, so. <laughs> but so uh, who, so I don't who, know who you got. It's going to be another interesting game. I think it's also going to be close, kind of like we were just talking about Arizona and Tennessee, but for different reasons. Um, I just think Seattle's not a complete squad, and uh, but they got Russell Wilson, so he's always going to keep them in it. Indianapolis yeah. has a complete uh, team now. If if Carson Wentz is healthy. Um, and performing in the system where he probably performed his best under the Frank Wright uh, in, in uh, Philadelphia, if he can re- if they can recreate that on offense, then they they can be pretty deadly um, and go pretty far in this league. Um, it, and just all all they really need to do is stop Russ, and then Seattle's done. Uh, so I'll, I'll go with the Colts here. They got home field advantage. Uh, I'll go with them. I, I agree with one thing you said. I think uh, it, it will be close because all of Seattle's games can look the same, right? They're always the fucking yeah. same. It's always either the the team that they're playing has a lead and then somehow they come back in the fourth quarter. You know, he runs around 23 seconds, throws the ball, hot, wide open, lock it, touchdown, you know, and, yep. and they end up winning. Or they, they have a lead and then the other team comes back and then it's close in the fourth and he just finds a way to get a game-winning field goal. And they win it. So I'll, I'll take Seattle on this one, uh, probably by a field goal, to be honest. I think it, um, it, the only way this game doesn't turn out that way is Indianapolis would have to play them the same way that the Giants played them at, in Seattle last year, where the Giants just really just harassed and made it real uncomfortable for him for four straight quarters. They created turnovers. They, they found a way to basically shrink the game and win an ugly, ugly game. I think the score was like 13 to six or I, I, something like that. I, I don't remember, but it was a really, it was a, it was a really slow scoring game. And I think that that's how Andy wins this one, especially with the Forrest Buckner and that, that defensive line. Um, they'd have to get probably six sacks minimum to really make this, 
sway into Indianapolis's, um, you know, way yeah. because otherwise, you know, I already know what he's going to do and he'll find a way to like keep it close and get them out of there with a W. Yeah, I feel like even if they do get six sacks, like sometimes it doesn't even matter when you're playing Russ. It could be third and 25. He'll scramble around and create, you know, extend plays and then find DK Metcalf or, like you said, Tyler Lockett down the field. And that negates two the previous two plays where he might have got sacked in back-to-back plays. Yeah. So sometimes it doesn't matter. He's been one of the most sacked guys over the last decade. I believe he's been the most sacked quarterback and he still won games, so that's not always a factor. Um, but no, I agree yeah, with you. you. You do definitely need to limit his his production. Yeah, I just am a firm believer. If you have a quarterback that's upright and his jersey's nice and clean, looks like he just got out of the you know the the fucking dry cleaners, um, and you know there's no stains or rips on it, then chances <laughs> are um, you're not going to win that game. I, I think it all starts with you. You got to get this guy bloody. You got to get him on the ground, and you got to you got to punch him right. I mean, period. Like. That's just my mindset when it comes to these games, dude. Like you, if you don't do that, then you know if he's upright and he's running around, I mean, you're doomed. So, um, yeah. speaking of which, and you know, we got Washington hosting the Chargers, which I know you're invested in because you have um, my guy Herbie Justin Herbert. So, who you got in that one? Yeah, I like I like the Chargers. They're, they've been one of my favorite teams outside of the 49ers that I've want, wanted to see do well. And this year, they finally seems like they've built up the offensive line. And, I mean, they still got weapons. Uh, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Justin Herberts look good. And their defense is always solid. Mm-hmm. They got the one of the best um, edge Safety. guys. in yeah. the, And the I love Der, Derwin James. He's safety. Yeah. Uh, if he can stay healthy, he's, he's always, in my mind, I think, a uh, candidate to be on the Pro Bowl. Um, yeah, so they got, they got weapons all over. Uh, I really like the Chargers, and I think they'll, they'll take it. Yeah, it's a tough one. This is hard for me because I, 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 I mean, you ask anyone that knows me, I, I'm a huge Justin Herbert fan, and I think that I think he's going to be special. I think he already is. Uh, they're a team that I think can take at least one from Kansas City this year and keep it close in that division. I don't like the matchup, you know, in Washington um, again because of you know as long as that front four is healthy and and they're they're penetrating and collapsing the pocket, it just makes the game look different regardless of who's playing quarterback. Um, you got to remember this team almost beat the Bucks in the playoffs last year. They had some some bad luck with you know not having a quarterback themselves. They had a was it Henneke or or um, whoever, whoever that guy was uh, that was playing quarterback. That was, I mean, they didn't have Alex Smith, and you know the game could have looked different had they had like more stable quarterback in that game. So yeah. I think um, it's a toss up, but I'll go with Washington only because I think that Chase Young creates a, a turnover and maybe sways the game and, and gives a uh, Fitzpatrick a chance to you know, to get, get a field goal out of there. You don't think Joey Bosa does that? Well, the Chargers? Yeah, yeah. Bosa's a beast, but, but, but Bosa is, um, is he's a guy that I feel has played inconsistent at times. I mean, he didn't get his first sack on Patrick Mahomes until last year. He had played him, I think six straight games and had never gotten close to Mahomes. He finally got him. He finally sacked him last year. Did, did he play in those games? Cause he's been injured a lot. If yeah, he stays that, healthy. Yeah, I mean he's an animal. He's an animal. I I I like Chase Young over over Joey Bosa. I, I do. Okay. I, I think Chase Young. Uh, it, it, in fact, I think um, you know, he might be the best out of the three, even with Nick included. I got to see what a healthy Nick looks like this year. But Chase, just from a pure, just raw talent standpoint, is. It, I mean, he he might be the best one to come out of there. To be honest, and and that's. No. I think Nick is. 
think Nick will be. Well, I hope Nick is. I fucking love Nick. But, yeah, no, I uh, just from what he's done so far, I mean, Chase, Chase Young could be a candidate for defensive uh, player of the year this year. Um, here's a game I know that you love. Jet, <laughs> the Jets at the Panthers, the revenge game for Sam Darnold. <laughs> I don't even know if I'll ever turn this one on, even for a second. This is, <laughs> like, who who really cares? Why are they even scared? They might as well just, like, not even televise this game. Like, I don't even think the Jets fans are going to watch it. Panthers, I don't even know if they have fans. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, mean, but I do Cap- think – McCaffrey's back. McCaffrey's back. So, that's exciting. Yeah. No, yeah. So, I, I do think Carolina has a better squad. Uh, Darnold, maybe uh, he's going to come with a little extra <clears throat> something this game, you know, try mm-hmm. to get a little bit of payback. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Jets are extremely young. They, they still need to – find themselves and they probably will going down uh as the season progresses but yeah. i don't think they'll they'll get more than six wins i think they're going to be about a four to six win team um uh, they'll have they'll have to do a lot of growing um but i think panthers are going to be a little bit further along like you said they got christian mccaffrey that guy's just super explosive and game changer yeah um and we'll see how how, how darnold can hold up and if the cardinals or carolina panthers offensive <coughs> line is uh going to be enough for him to get it done my gut is telling me that i want to choose the panthers but i think that based on history and when i've seen revenge games and as much stock as you put into them it never it never ends up the way you think they do right it never is like the the guy gets his payback i mean when it happens it's to me it's rare but most of the time it's a very quiet game in terms of whoever was played on the previous team it doesn't end like with Richard Sherman playing Seattle for the first time. It's not like he had a pick six and we won the game and we got blown out in that game in Seattle. And I mean, there's been other instances too with, with guys playing their former teams. I, I'm, I'm going to pick the Jets in an upset here. And I don't even know if you can call it an upset, but I think um, I, I'm going to go with the more exciting quarterback. I think Zach Wilson uh, makes a few plays that Sam Darnold doesn't um, and, and gets his team in position to win. And I'm not saying it's, it's going to be through a touchdown, but you know, even if it's a game winning field goal, I picked the Jets in an upset. I think uh, I think Zach just does one or two more things that that Sam doesn't, and and comes away with the W. We spent way too much time on that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I mean, it's coming up with Jacksonville and Houston. It's going to be another one where it's it's just going to be a lot of sloppy play. Um, I don't even know who I'd want to pick in this one, man. Without Peter. Deshaun Watson, what are the Texans? Peter, tickets are going for seventeen dollars, which means I'm going to spend seventeen <laughs> seconds on this game, and I'm going to pick Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> and the Jacksonville Jaguars to, to blow them out. Yeah, I'll go with that there, too. I really don't have – I couldn't even pick anybody here. Like, the Texans are just decimated without uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. They're falling apart. They probably should sell the team. Just <laughs> maybe even just get rid of the team. Yeah, but- $17, <laughs> $17 tickets for a home opener. That, that's all I need to see, yeah. and we'll move on to Cleveland and Kansas City. This should be a good one. This should be a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City. You know, you got to go with the – the the guys that are always Super Bowl favorites they have a solid yeah. team they got you know probably the best quarterback right now in the league they got Tyreek Hill who's a who's a threat always um, and and yeah man they got a solid defense as well the Cleveland Browns are going to be a good team this year I think too um, but I just think there's a better coach in Kansas City and the Cleveland Browns are going to get over out coached. I want to, I want to pick the Browns, but to me this feels like it's going to look the same as the last game they played uh, in the playoffs, and and even not even not even to that extent because I don't think that Mahomes gets hurt in this one and they keep it close. 
Um, Kansas City is just a far superior team. I think that they they run the brakes off of them in the first half. This game could be over. Uh, it could be you know twenty eight to to seven in the first first half. And I, I don't know if Cleveland um, is going to be able to stop that Arsenal. Uh, I want to say that Clowney and and Garrett you know create some kind of pressure and keep the game close, but. The way Mahomes played in the preseason, he had some throws that I just I still can't fathom, like how someone can do what he can do. Uh, and, and you're right. I mean, Tyreek Hill is just an absolute monster, and and Kelsey's the best uh, in terms of volume um, at that position. And so I'll, I'll go with Kansas City. Um, yeah, I think I think the Browns. The only way they can do it is kind of the same way we we're talking about for uh, the Tennessee Titans is they have to control the ball. Um, you know, win time of possession, run the ball, don't turn it over. And just keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. That's the only yep. shot that they'll have. And even then, it'll be a slim shot, in my opinion. Agree. Agree. Miami at New England, the start of the Mac Jones era, baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> you already know who I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. I, I am. I, I I think Mac Jones might be the next Peyton Manning. I, I do. And so, I, I think Mac uh, comes mm-hmm. out and, and slings it all over the field. I think the boy throws for over 303. And um, New England wins this one, at least by a touchdown. See, you're going, you're going. Mac Jones is the next Peyton Manning. I'm going. Mac Jones is the next Alex Smith with his average depth of uh, <laughs> target, being like three, three yards, five yards. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> he can't throw it further than ten yards down the field. That's not good. Um, so I, I man, Miami, they, they're always a question mark. Yeah, like seems like they want to get rid of uh, <laughs> Tua every week. There's yeah, numbers. yeah. So. I think he's solid, but I, I'm gonna go with Miami here just just on a whim, <laughs> for not any not any real reasons, just just a just a wild guess, just a wild touch. Sometimes that's all we need, man, and and that's that's how we live life. Sometimes we just make a decision, and it's what we feel, and we move on. Green Bay at New Orleans. Uh, a lot of people on this one, I think, are are picking the visiting team. I'm gonna tell you right now, I. I I don't feel comfortable picking Green Bay in this one. I'm going to go with New Orleans at home. Um, <laughs> what? I, 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 yeah, I got to hear this. I got to well, hear this. They're the same team that they were last year. And, and really, Drew Brees, if you really think about it, he wasn't the reason that they, they went as far as they did. Um, he was playing compromise half the time. And they, yeah. they, they were already planning on using their, you know, whether it was Jameis or Taysom Hill. They still have Kamara. They still have the, you know, the line is the same on the offense and defensive side. Defense is still going to be a top 10 defense. Um, I think they're going to give Green Bay some fits, and uh, I think they can score. They, they, they can match point for point if they need to, uh, and they're at home. So I think if this was in Green Bay, I would pick the Packers. This is in New Orleans. I'm going to pick the Saints. Okay. Um, who, who are the weapons on New Orleans Saints outside of Alvin Kamara? Well, they have what Traquan Smith, and is it uh they have a rookie that they got? Michael Thomas is out. Um, Jared is Jared Jared Cook still tied in there, right? No, he's with the Chargers. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that's enough to get it done against <laughs> Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. That's I all I got to say there. I mean, you still you got Aaron Rodgers going against Jameis Winston. Yeah. You're picking that's, the quarterback in this it. one. I get it. That's a, yeah. That's a, I mean, you got okay. Green Bay's got a Rod. They got Devontae Adams. They got Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. They yeah. got AJ Dillon as a backup. They yeah. they got a lot more weapons, and I think their defense is 
pretty much on par with this. I think it's pretty good enough. And Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't really even matter what defense he's playing against for the most part. So I think it's Green Bay. Um, not even love close. it. Love it. Okay. By at least a touchdown. <laughs> at least. Hey, that's that's why that's why we you know we make the we make. Denver at New York. Uh, you know I'm invested in this. I got my first round draft pick in both my leagues uh, is playing in this one. Daniel and, uh, Jones, Saquon Barkley, baby. No. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's it's the return of Saquon Barkley, man. Uh, now nah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna pick the Giants in this one. It's a one of those where I want to pick Denver because of their defense. I think um, New York actually has a, a very good defense too, though. Uh, but you know I, I'm gonna go with. Um, I don't trust uh, Teddy Bridgewater, man. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like him as a quarterback. Um, I think he plays really conservative, and I think Daniel Jones, kind of similar to what I told you uh, earlier with New York and Carolina. I think he just makes one or two more plays than Teddy can. Uh, whether it's you know a deep a deep you know throw to Shepard or a swing pass to Saquon, I think the the Giants win this one. Or a seventy yard run mm-hmm. and get trip get tackled by the turf. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going with Denver. I think they again have more weapons. They have uh Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he's not very exciting, but he doesn't uh turn the ball over. And right. that's probably what it'll come down to. Um if Daniel Jones he might make uh one or two more plays, he might make one or two more mistakes. So sure. I think that'll be that could end up being the difference in the game. And I'm nice. so I'm gonna go with Denver. All right. Well, and that wraps up the Sunday with the big one here, Chicago at the Rams. Now, um, I have a lot of Chicago listeners and uh, a lot of Chicago friends, and uh, I'm a big Justin Fields fan, as you know. Uh, he, he won't be starting in this one. Doesn't mean he won't at some point be in the game. Um, but I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll shoot you straight here, man. I think the Rams have a better defense. Uh, yeah. I think <clears throat> Khalil Mack isn't the same guy that he was when they traded for him. I just don't see it on tape. When I watch him play, he disappears a lot. Yeah. They're opportunistic, so I think that, like, aside from Raekwon Smith and their front seven, um, they're very opportunistic on the back end with, like, you know, a tip ball and Eddie Jackson picks it off or, or a pick six or a fumble recovery. I think that's their their mold of defense that they play. The Rams, uh, on the other hand, I, I mean, with Aaron Donald, is the best fucking defensive player I, I, I've seen in a long time, dude. That guy just wreaks havoc, and when he doesn't put up the stats, he's creating opportunities for his edges and his linebackers. And they have the best corner in the game in Jalen Ramsey. Defensively, they're just a better team. Offensively, Matt Stafford should outplay Andy Dalton. And I'm going to say that again. I think Matt Stafford should outplay Andy Dalton. So, um, yeah, I got the Rams in that one. Uh, I think if Fields was playing, it would be more interesting. And if it was in Chicago, but I'm going to go with the Rams opening up at home with the better defense and the better quarterback. Yep, I'm going to have to agree there. Uh, They're just – like you said, they're the all-around better team. Khalil Mack hasn't shown up as much as he has that first year that Chicago mm-hmm. traded for him, mm-hmm. possibly because uh, they don't have maybe a good defensive coordinator after losing Vic Fangio to Denver a couple years ago. Um, and I agree on the same uh, sentiment about the quarterback with Chicago. If if Justin Fields is playing, that might be a, difference, a little bit of a different story. But with Dalton, I don't think he provides enough to uh, top the Rams. I'm gonna be honest. I, I think Dalton throws a pick in the first half. I, I just do. I, I feel <laughs> it. I, 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 I think no. Well, maybe, but but I think even Chicago Bears fans are already like stomaching and accepting that he probably will throw a pick in the first half. I, yeah. yeah I just I have no faith in them. And then uh, um, 
to move on to Monday night, because I want to make sure that we touch on our game here before we wrap up, because uh, obviously our game is the most important one. Uh, Baltimore at the, the Vegas Raiders. What do you think? You're going to go with uh, Lamar Jackson this one, or are you going to go with the home team? The home team? No. Uh, it's definitely going to be Baltimore, even though they've had, what, three injuries to the running back core. Um, I think they got some solid pickups, and they're, they're going to be solid enough um, on <coughs> offense to get it done. Their defense yeah. is going to – should be able to stop the Raiders and uh, keep them from putting up a lot of points. I do like Derek Carr. I think he's very underrated as a quarterback, but there's not too many weapons for him there in Las Vegas. So, uh, yeah, I just don't think the Raiders are going to have enough to overcome the Baltimore Ravens and what they can do. And just the solid coaching from Harbaugh. I think he's got a lot more uh, game planning than John Gruden has. John Gruden's not the coach that he once was. He just can't put it, put it together. They can't find talent in Las Vegas. Um. Yeah. So, Baltimore Ravens. This game reminds me of a game where it has all the glitz and glamour because of where they're playing and the stadium being in Vegas and the Raider fans being excited. You know, it, it like all that pregame shit, right? Like it, it looks and feels nice. It's on ESPN. I get all that shit. At the end of the day, Baltimore Ravens are just a better football team. They've lost three running backs, but they still have Lamar Jackson. They still have Mark Andrews. They still have their defense. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I, I honestly, this might be one of those games where um, I, I don't think this is a close one. I, I think Baltimore ends this one pretty early. And, uh, you know, maybe Vegas scores a touchdown or two late in the game. But, you know, this this should be, for me, Baltimore, a, a nice tune-up game for week two. So, um, I, I, I don't – yeah, I don't see Vegas winning this one. I think Baltimore takes it uh, convincingly. Which, so did, did, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You. I was going to say, did Marcus Peters, did he end up tearing his ACL too? He did. He's out for the season. Oh, okay. I mean, that might make a little bit of a difference, but yeah, I'm still going Baltimore. Yeah. Which leads us to the, uh, it took us about 30 minutes to get to, to our game, but I wanted to save the <laughs> best for last. Um, San Francisco at Detroit. Uh, I don't even know if I should ask you who I think you're going to win, uh, who's going to win. So why don't you just tell me your thoughts on this game? I'll tell you my thoughts and uh, we'll see if they match. I mean, so if you're into betting and the odds, this game has the biggest uh, difference, the biggest odds for a team, and that's 49ers, man. And that's for a reason. Detroit's just lost, dude. They they both of their uh, starting wide receivers last year. They got worse at the quarterback position. They got a coach that doesn't sound like he knows what he's talking about. He just wants to bite ankles or whatever kneecaps. And... <laughs> it sounds like – for 49er fans, if you remember Mike Singletary, he was a raw, raw guy, never really had a game plan. He was just out there. He got a lot out of players, but he just got out coached all the time because there was there was like literally no game plan and there was no adjustments made. So once teams figured you out, it was the game was already over. And yeah. sometimes they could do that within the first quarter and you, you saw the 49ers just had nothing going for them. And I think that's what the Detroit Lions are going to be in. They're going to be in that same mold, and they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league for it. Yeah, well, they have a lot of problems, and and Jared's just one of them. I think run game, I have uh, two two really close friends from college that uh, drafted both the running backs there, and I told them, you know, if you guys start them, I mean, you're looking at maybe under five points for each player uh, fantasy-wise. Yeah. I. DeAndre, so none of those guys are going to do anything. Our 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 fucking run defense is, is way too good for them to even you know 
think that they're going to try to break for more than 10 yards on a run if they get lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, they're going to be playing catch up the whole game too. So you're not even going to be running the game, uh, running the ball. They're probably, if anything, they might get some uh, catches, but other than that, they're going to be trying to catch up and put points up fast because the 49ers, I don't think the Detroit Lions are going to be able to stop, stop them at all, really. So it's going to be. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I I expect a blowout. I do. I I don't, I don't think, and to me, even a 27, 13 game is still close. I mean, it is, it is that I I would, I actually wouldn't be happy with a 27, 13 game. I feel like we, I feel like we're better than that. Right. I have a high expectation for this team. I have a high standard for, for their defense. I think Nick Bosa should terrorize Jared Goff for at least two sacks minimum. I, 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 unless Jared Goff is running around or doing bootlegs and rollouts or shotguns and, and is buying himself some time, which when has he done that really in terms of he's not the kind of guy that buys a lot of time? Um, no, he doesn't buy he doesn't buy time, but they do. Well, when he was with the Rams, they had a lot of designs where it was, you know, the boot game and play action. Sure. But he's I mean, again the 49ers saw that and <laughs> if they try to do that again they're gonna they're gonna try to uh limit the effectiveness of nick bosa so they're gonna be booting away from him but it's just it's not gonna be enough because they don't have the talent uh on detroit so yeah no th- this this one should be um for our offense it should be a good game to kind of get our, our our legs under us and you know, IU should be able to score a deep touchdown. I think the run game, I can see Moster breaking for, you know, a 40, 50 yarder, um, maybe even longer than that. Yeah, I, I think the Niners obviously win by a couple scores. Um, I, I don't see Detroit uh, being a threat. And I, and I know that, that Dan Campbell wants to play smash mouth football. He, he, he talks a big talk about that. But listen, on Sunday when, when he's got those boys, uh, you know, lining up, sometimes, man, you know, the quickest way to shut the fuck up is, is, is when you get punched in the teeth a little bit, you know? And yep. I think that's, what's going to happen to him is uh, he's going to realize that uh, the 49ers are just a different beast and um, they're going <laughs> to, yeah. you know, it's a tough draw for them. I feel bad. It's a home game. Sure. You know, the fans are excited at Ford field to get in there and watch their team play. But, but Jared Goff, um, you know, has deer in a headlights look under pressure. I mean, he's the one of the worst quarterbacks statistically when he gets pressure. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? You know, I mean, th- they're, they're going to be, uh, all over them and Tufanga might get a pick or, you know, Jimmy Ward, I think, uh, will create a turnover. So yeah, I'm taking uh, San Francisco, obviously. Um, if I wasn't, then I probably don't need to to be on this podcast. So yeah, man, yeah. I'm excited. No, so it'll be, it'll be interesting. I'd like to see, I'd like to see the 49ers take an early lead and then, um, coast a little bit, get some of the backups in there. I'd like to see some of Trey Sermon, see what he could yeah. do. And possibly if in the fourth quarter, if the 49ers have a two, you know, two touchdown lead maybe see some Trey Lance that's what I'd really like to see yeah we didn't even talk about the Ferrari man um yeah I, I uh Shanahan has, has even confused me and I I study his fucking <laughs> the way he talks and all that shit and I think um when I really think about it you know we, we might see Jimmy just play 95 percent of the game tomorrow and Trey just sitting there just chilling or you know he'll he'll inject Trey you know here and there I think it, it's gonna depend on game flow man if for whatever reason yeah. Detroit is getting lucky or keeping the game close. And I think we see more of Trey, but right. I mean, if Jimmy starts off the game and we have uh, two rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown, that's 21 to three, you know, uh, how much of Trey are we going to see until maybe, like you said, we're coasting and maybe in the second half. Um, I don't know if we'll see the same formula that they did against the Raiders. I'd be, I should be shocked if they were injecting Trey every two fucking plays, you know, Um only because of his hand. I think if he, if he didn't have that hand injury uh, for the last week, I think maybe we'd see it more. But 
they're going to be cautious with them. There's no reason to rush it. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy can win that game on his own anyway. So, yep, um, we'll, we'll have to wait for Philly next week. But other than that, man, appreciate it, dog. You know, we, uh, we got through the, the, the lineup for tomorrow. Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see how we did uh, on our picks. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll listen back and, uh, and uh, see if we can do a better job next week. Yep. All right, we'll catch you next time, Faithful. Here you go. Thank you for listening to First and Gold.